For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. poll this morning with the Washington Post shows significant warning signs for Democrats. More than half of the country disapproves of Biden's job performance, weighed down by significant discontent over the economy. 40% say they are worse off financially than they were two years ago. The most negative response to that question in nearly 40 years of our polling. And as Biden prepares for a likely 2024 re-election campaign, less than a third of Democratic voters want to see him renominated. Also, with our, when our colleagues bring up that more should be done uh, around this issue, the truth is that you look at a place like California and most of the country, we are actually safer today than we were 15, 20, or 30 years ago, statistically. And so there's a lot of um, concerns around crime, and there should be. We all want to be safe. But I also think we also got to look at the data and actually look at the facts. The truth is that every single election cycle, it just seems that there's a lot of focus on crime and inner cities. And, and, and the truth is that we are safer than we were 20 or 30 years ago. But there ago. was in a spike in violent crime. The United States. This is America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The, the, the truth is, it's cruel symptoms can strike anyone. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life is an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. Let's go! We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. Wayne Dupree Program. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree, and we are live. Oh, man, blessed Jesus. We are live. Happy to see y'all. It's Monday. We're going to jump right into it. But we got a, got a lot to talk about in a short time to do it. I me introduce the Godfather of Conservative Radio, Miss Hutch Bailey G. Hello, everybody. Glad to be here. Ready to get another week underway. And the the runt of the crew, Mr. J.R. Robertson. What's up, Jay? Hey, 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 happy Monday, everybody. I'm I'm happy to report everybody survived the Chinese balloon. So we all made it to Monday, and uh, now we're on with the week. Okay, you know what? Let's go. Let's go right in debt. Let me tell you something. Um, there's a whole lot of presidents rolling in their grave right now. Uh, there's a whole lot of military uh, uh, generals, real-time, old, 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 old generals that really love this country. They would never let even a weather balloon coming from Alaska, <laughs> go on through Canada, go, hit Montana, 
go down to the middle of the United States of America and then float over toward the East Coast. Right. Don't don't look. The only thing that transatlantic flight didn't have was an in-flight movie and a store design. Right. That's the only thing. I'm like, and and then they were afraid to drop it. They were afraid to drop it. My no. favorite part is they tried to make it some Trump story. Like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah we had three holes with yeah. Trump. Yeah. I'll tell and, you what, there's, look, a, there's a breaking element to that part, too. Yeah, yeah. If you guys haven't checked it out, that they're saying that there was some balloons during the Trump administration and Mattis didn't tell the president. I heard that this morning. It's developing now, and I'm not sure, but it's, it's starting out. I mean, and it sounds feasible to me. Well, I mean, it, it does, it does. But I'm like, I was pissed off that it came out like that. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. Y'all try to tell me that there were three times that balloons did the same thing and nobody told Trump? Right. Yep. Well, you look at the look at what happened on this one. Joe Biden said he told them to shoot that thing down on Wednesday and they said, sure hold did. up. Sure did. He's right. not in charge of anything, man. No, no, he's not. He's not. You that's, know, that's that's why that scared me, that that article about Mattis. I'm like, how long has this been going on? Right. Right. Well, here's what's funny is it really ties into what we're talking about. The establishment is aligning to shut down Trump and it just more stuff keeps coming out during the Trump presidency. I mean, if there was really three balloons flying over America and nobody told Trump, like that's treason. Like it is. Yeah, send, it is. send them to Gitmo, man. Yeah. And you I know mean, the thing is one of the things that's not really being reported that well is that thing was stalled over our ICBM missile sites. Right. Right, 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 right. Stalled, y'all. Stalled. Right there. I mean, for for a long time they were there. Mm -hmm. I'm listening mm -hmm. to the congressman from that zone, and he's like, dude, those are where the silos are. Right there. Right. 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 And like, not only wow. that, um, my son my son was taking a look at it and he's like, Wow, that's a little balloon. I said, No, no, no. The payload was like three bus loads. Mm -hmm. They said the payload was like three bus loads. It's like <laughs> that thing was lit. What they? It was large. <laughs> you know. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. And and man, I and for them to take this long, it's like, dude, there, there should be no question. And then China, um, you know, a whole lot of people are like, you know, we do the same thing. China. No, we don't. And if we do, we're wrong. And I'm sure they're trying to take care of it the way that they need to take care of it. But the United States came out and said, well, we do it within international waters. Now, I have heard that before. And I have heard that maybe we have gone past the international, but we got back across the international really fast. This thing went from the West Coast to the East Coast. <laughs> and at first it had to cross the ocean. And you can't, tell me, you can't tell me we didn't see that. Right. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, throw the ball. I mean that ain't a, that's not a, a supersonic fighter jet. That's a balloon. No, right. Right. I just dropped in the chat too a list of all of the military bases that flew over in the United States. It's like twenty military bases. It is crazy. That's not even cool, Hutch. That's not even cool. That I mean So you gotta over. ask yourself why. Right. You gotta ask yourself why are we doing this? That's not even on cool. the one hand. We're about ready to sleepwalk into World War III, and on the other hand, we're messing with a weather balloon, and everybody's paying attention to the balloon. Yeah. 
Well, and not only that, like I yeah. say, the most shocking part of the Trump story is everybody tries to spin it like, oh, this happened when Trump was doing it. <laughs> the military comes out. First, it's an unnamed military, unnamed source that comes out with the story. That's the I first thing. You know, I was pissed, though. Jay, I was pissed. Yeah. And, 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 the, and then all his defense, all his people are like, no, we didn't know about that. Right. So yeah, the Rad, military Rad knew everybody. and didn't tell President Trump. Right. Think of that. Like, that's crazy. But I was still like, come on, y'all. Y'all just, you know, every time Biden gets caught with something, every time Obama got caught with something, oh, well, George Bush did it, or or right. well, Donald Trump did Well, but y'all didn't say nothing about it when it happened, and now all of a sudden y'all trying to blame it on Trump now? Come on, Donald now. Trump, the only president in 40 years that didn't start a war. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and look, ladies and gentlemen, we know what Donald Trump would have did. He gave <laughs> me and Hutch will laugh about this uh, a long time ago when it happened. And it happened to China, China's, it was a China visit. She was another, eating. Let me get another dinner. ice cream. Let me get another ice cream. <laughs> Jay, Jay, Jason, she came over. He was eating dinner with um, Trump. They were eating. And um, Trump dropped that Moab. In Afghanistan, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> while they're sitting there. Hey, G, hey, G, look up on that screen right there, right there. Hold up, wait, almost. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, boom. Right. <laughs> look, I, well, he, I think I told you guys too. I saw that uh, interview with Trump last week where they were talking about why did you hire John Bolton, and he said, "Well, I just brought Bolton in with every meeting." And it's like, do y'all want to talk about peace or do you want to talk to this guy? And they're all like, "By the way, crazy. He wants to blow us up." By the way, Bolton said that there was no balloons during the Trump administration, too. Right. He was one yeah. of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, I mean, but I, and, he, and he would have known. Okay. He would have known. So, so would have Radcliffe. Right. Yeah. He yeah. was a DNI. For them, for them to come. Man, man, that pissed me off. God, but it just man, shows it the me media narrative about what they're trying to do. Because liberals today we got carl in the chat saying oh this happened during trump it's like yeah carl we agree that could be true and the military didn't tell him like that's yeah, horrible right. and it's that, like it's a capital offense man i mean it's right Matt, mattis needs to be drug in today right yeah. yeah and and like hutch said you joe biden said shoot it down wednesday they're worried about some debris in the and who the, it's not you know it's like i got my truck back from the shop the other day right mm -hmm. i said i wanted oil change a state inspection and rotate my tires the guy i go to get the truck and the guy tells me uh well your tires didn't need to be rotated and by the next time you're going to need new tires i said i didn't ask you to to, to, to analyze my tires i told you to rotate them they exactly always, yeah 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 they always go above and beyond and then you were like wait a minute you know what my my car wasn't doing this before I took it to you. I didn't have that knot <laughs> before I took it to you. Now all of a sudden I got a knot. But right. now, um, that just takes me to this. And really, honestly, I really wasn't even going to get into the Ron Santos thing because we got, I put out a little video of us uh, over the weekend about uh, how we felt about the Ron DeSantis situation. And um, when I retweeted it, because I had to retweet it, it, it really started finding a little nugget with a whole lot of people that agree with us. But um, when it, the way that we see it here, you're looking at three individuals that 
that that can pull this stuff away from the political social media type of social headlines and yet hurts us to the bone but we can pull ourselves away from it and say okay now what what's really there and what's really there is a lot of people are running away from donald trump because the media has been trying since day one to separate you from trump i used to uh i used to watch cnn under the obama administration and uh, under the trump administration and they used to literally get on there we keep talking to his supporters we keep talking we don't know why they're still with him i was like oh that's what you that you're trying to separate trump supporters from trump yep so you put as much crap on him you put as much What's the what's the favorite way that they can um uh or two favorite ways that they can well three favorite ways that they can get white men or any or any man. First off, rape. You slap yep. that rape on even if you didn't do it, it's hard for you to get it off. Slug a Brett Kavanaugh. Slap slap racism slap racism on. You can't wash that off either. I'm not racing. Yep. That's what racists say. So that's two. And uh, the third thing is you destroy a man's career. And that's what they tried to do. And that's ridicule. What they tried ridicule. To do. Saul Linsky says ridicule him. And, and ladies and gentlemen, the only reason why Donald Trump is in that position is because y'all, we, we put him there. He didn't have all this until he he saw what we were saying and he became our voice yep and they decided we have to knock your voice down and what and what and what has the media done they have slapped you they have choked you they have kicked you they have put their knee on your necks they have they have um dragged you behind the car Put they you have starved you out. They have yep. tortured you through Donald Trump. And and and, and many of you, well, we gotta go to we gotta go um run the census. He's cleaner. They're gonna do the same thing to him. Yep. But I, I got a little nugget for you though. He can't stand what Donald Trump has gone through. I'll I tell you that right now. Or else he would be. Right. He got little kids. He got little kids. Okay, I'm 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 telling you right now his his um his temperament. Don't do that. His temperament is bad. His temperament is bad. But the reason why I brought up the DeSantis thing is to tie it in with what they're doing with Donald Trump, and that's what they did or tried to do over the weekend. They tried to make it worse by putting it on Donald Trump. Every, notice everything that is coming out about Biden. I'll tell you another reason why they're afraid of Donald Trump because Donald Trump's going to run as a dove. Donald mm-hmm. Trump yep. is going to run as an anti-war candidate. He's going to be the only one. Correct. That's going to make a lot of people lose a lot of money. He's yep. been there before. Sure. He, he's been there well, before. He I mean, he started bringing back people too, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
He just didn't and you figure it. where's Ron getting all his money and support from military industrial complex. You know, if you go back in time into that John McCain, Mitt Romney support class, they just moved like they had to support Trump because he was there. And now they've just moved all that money over to over to Ron DeSantis, which is why you won't hear a peep about the Ukraine war, sending tanks over. Now they're talking F-16s. You won't hear him say nothing about that. I'll tell you something you're going to see with that, maybe, I hope, I pray. What's that? Over the weekend, the Rand Corporation uh, did a report to the Pentagon and basically said, you can't win this. Right. You watch them start trying to start turning around. Watch, they're, they're getting ready to throw Zelensky under the bus. You know what? I saw, you know what? I don't know whether that, that was the same report I saw, but I saw this guy. It was like, they have to start giving up. They, I mean, they, that's, that's what the report he, said. Kiev is gone, or something like that, or something Colonel that affected, Ma- Colonel, McGregor, Colonel McGregor is saying that they lost 275,000 Ukrainians already. My last number I heard was 100. Get out of here. I, I, I haven't seen the bodies. I just listened to a guy talk. You know, I don't know if it's true or not, but I mean, it. everything, we've been right on this. I know, yeah. From, from the very beginning. Yeah. We've been right yeah. on all these pretend stories from the very beginning. Yeah. And that's why I keep coming on here because you're not hearing this a whole lot of other places. No, you got places that with people that you trust that are that are beating the war drums that have no idea what they're talking about. By the way, anybody who beats any war drums about the United States or NATO or anybody else going into the Russian mainland, you're out of your mind. Don't listen to a word they say. They don't mm-hmm. know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, we. I mean, we told you. I mean, you can go back through history. I mean, Russia's already talking about bringing up another 200,000 troops. There's 500,000 on the border right now <laughs> with it's Ukraine. Like, I mean, their defense minister said that yeah. right after we sent the tanks, the 31 tanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I mean, enough to get us in trouble. And then what's what? funny, too, is they're sending those German tanks, and, like, they'll have no way to give support for either because, like, like, one has metric bolts the other one has standard bolts you know so you got to build factories and distribution and logistics for just like the spare parts it's ridiculous just when you think of those now that you mentioned it if you think of those german tanks think of what happened 80 years ago we're going to ride into russia with german tanks on our sides right <laughs> they killed 11 million russians folks yeah yeah 11 million we never lost that many any in any war nope right that's more right. than we lost in the Civil War by half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, I just, I just, I just remembered us going back and talking about it, and CNN and MSNBC. They bring on these experts and these you, these old experts. These people get on there, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, oh, uh, Russia's at the end. Yeah, uh, they're running Putin, out of supplies. <laughs> Putin, yeah, look, the the tank." The, the tanks were lined up along the route, and they were like, they ran out of gas. No, they they ran they out. Were, it's, they it's, were eating lunch. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. They can't sustain another week. They can't. They can't sustain another week. And I was like, oh my god, y'all are selling this to your audience, and 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 the fools so, are buying it. I know they are. I, I got houses are. up the street with a Ukraine flag on it. It's like, are you crazy? Why don't you just put a swastika up? Well, and Hutch said, like, the most brilliant thing of the whole show, 
and you know, take this note down as we get closer to the election, everybody's saying that Trump won't get support. He runs as the peace candidate as the war in Ukraine continues escalating. He wins in a landslide. Yeah. I would hope. Well, you know what? He has to, he has to, yes, he has to run as a peace candidate, y'all, but he also has to talk about the billions of dollars that has gone over there. Oh, my word. And, and there's no accountability. Yeah, he right. has to make that like a target, like, you know, like that harpoon when you're going after the whale. He has to tie that to the end of that because to the American people, look what's happening at the border. Over a million, close to two million gotaways. But you're sending over $100 billion to Ukraine and they're losing. Right. They're losing. There's no accountability. And, and the they're losing. On the, battlefield, the, the commanders on the battlefield are saying, where's the aid? Right. They're stealing it. And, and and while the money is not reaching the battlefield, um, Russia has uh, gotten into an agreement with China and Turkey and Iran and Saudi Arabia, everybody outside the United States. Yep. They got into an agreement to, to and they're doing all this stuff right in front of, and then China just drops the, the, their little um, transcontinental air balloon <laughs> from, from that thing. I, I'm serious. I'm serious, man. The CCP fang fang. I'll, right. Man, I want, I mean, I'm serious. An in flight movie, comp, complimentary nuts, uh, a soda or a drink, and a stewardess. That's the only thing that was missing off that damn thing. Right. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. That was a nonstop flight. <laughs> I saw I saw the worst take on it on Twitter. It was funny. Somebody said, uh, well, we couldn't shoot it down because somebody could die from the debris. And, and they're like, well, you know, there's a lot of empty space in um, in Montana. And they said, well, then we could have started a forest fire <laughs> in Canada or in, in Montana in February. <laughs> under two feet or, of snow. or we could just let them blow it up and do an EMP and whatever. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, word, word has come out that um, one of the, uh, well, um, the Coke, Coke brothers, um, and I know that they weren't on, I know somebody said, well, they weren't on Donald Trump's team. For, I know they weren't on there, but they didn't come out and say that they were going to campaign against me. So now his, um, the Coke group, and I know one of the brothers did, but, but, um, he, but they also got another brother, by the way. I mean, the whole, they got a family, y'all. They're um, they're putting their money against um, Donald Trump. There's a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of uh, people that backed Donald Trump before. They're all coming out. This is a group. This is 2023, the year that we expose the Uniparty for what it is. They're, they're right. coming out. They're coming out. A whole lot of them. Yeah, and yeah, all look these at the, Look at the caliber of them, though. Chris Christie, Paul Ryan, Carl Rove. Who cares right. about these people? Don't be worried, folks. Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Yeah, almost almost three quarters of the Republicans in the Senate and probably half of the Republicans in the House. In the House. Do yeah. not want Donald Trump because it, it interferes in their stealing. Yeah. Right. When yeah. he's there. We got a and, good thing. We got yeah. a good thing. You try you trying to mess it up. That's exactly yeah. right. And all these guys that are supporting DeSantis or the other candidates 
are the Republicans we all hated in the first place, which is why we all supported President Trump. I mean, go back in time, 2015, we were all sick to death of the ridiculous neocon Republican party of the rich, big donors. All that stuff was true. And Donald Trump. Right. Yeah. That's why Wasp Pro came up. And and that's why we all looked at Donald Trump who gave us a voice and we're like, we love the guy. And then the media got everything stirred up and Trump said some dumb stuff or whatnot. And now everybody's like, oh, let's go back to that neocon. Like, I don't want to go back to the neocons. I don't want Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. Give me a break. Right. I didn't I didn't like There's a reason why I didn't join the Republican Party. Right. When I came out from the Democrat Party, I voted with them, but I didn't join them. I I voted with them because we only had two choices, Democrat or Republican. And I wasn't going to vote Democrat. But when you, I mean, the reason why I didn't is because I looked at the, I looked at the Republican Party. I didn't feel, I thought the conservative platform and the Republican Party were two different things. Right. I did. I, I was like, okay, I, I, I see myself as a conservative. In my heart, I'm a conservative. That, I mean, the, 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 um, the, what conservatives were, man, that's, that's who I am. But like I said before, when you look at the RNC and the GOP, you look at them and you're like, well, they don't, they don't look like they represent. I mean, they're not fiscal. They aren't creating a budget. They vote for open borders, amnesty. They, yeah, they they spell compromise, G I V E U P, give up. I mean, so why should I join the Republican Party? Right. So that, so that I would have to pay them dues to keep on doing what they do again. I mean, and they don't. Refer- oh, no, no, no. I ain't going to do that. I always felt the Republican Party was corrupt and they're bought and paid for by the lobbyists and the military industrial complex. You know, it's like at, at one point you had Democrats that were just dumb and had bad policies and you had Republicans that were corrupt and paid off by the rich people. You know, now you have corrupt Democrats, too. So it's like, where do you go? That's why we vote. That's why we support President Trump. Well, there's one person that think that they're doing the right thing. We are delivering. Actually, we are delivering big time. The pepperoni. (laughs) (laughs) We delivering. Yeah, they're delivering big time. Ladies and gentlemen, you um, who were over 40, did you ever think we'd be in a situation where blue collar workers are voting Republican? No, no, let's, let's, we've got to be honest, man. Because they think we forgot them. They think we don't care. What a thief. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, again, because he's one, of the best, he's, he's one of the best readers I've seen. He's one of the best readers I've seen. Him, him, and um, Jean Pierre Corinne. Yeah, <laughs> they man, they can read. It's like, what do you think about this? I'm gonna have to refer you to uh, the Justice Department on what about that. My man, what about my man, John Fetterman? We need to make sure that everybody has clean drinking work. <laughs> <laughs> no, they got. Um, Damn. They, they uh they approve the closed caption machine <laughs> for John Fetterman. First time ever. Wow. 
First time ever they got a capture machine. Yeah, this is this is a clown show. It's not even real. Biden okay. Fetterman 2024. It's a no man, brainer. Man, stop that. Man, don't, <laughs> do that. don't do that. No, uh, but with with all this money and stuff, uh, oh, shock poll. Biden's support for 2024 big creators 15 points among Democrats. We knew that. We knew that was going to happen. A, he was a one term president from the beginning. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he's a placeholder. If he could make it that long. Yeah, he's a placeholder. He's a placeholder, y'all. I mean, he was never... It'll be fun to watch him fight, though. He ain't going to give it up real easy. I know he's not. Yeah. And you know why, don't you? It's it's all he's ever done. Because that... I mean, somebody told... um, Who is it? Carl Higby. Carl Carl Higby from Newsmax. And I know Newsmax is going through a hard time over there, but Carl Higby still owes me a hundred dollars. Cause I told him, I told him back in the day that um, uh, that Joe uh, Biden was going to be their Democratic nominee. Oh, really? Yeah, I did. I said, looking at everybody that they had, I was like, oh, Joe going, Joe got that. <laughs> and the reason why Joe got that is because Joe know how to give a speech. And what I mean by he knows how to give a speech, he knows how to say stupid stuff. And when he knows how to lose the room, he gets emotional. Listen here, Jack. <laughs> listen, listen here, man. And, I, and look, and I ain't playing. I could do more push-ups than you. Let's go. <laughs> Why, and how great is it, too? He gets to say anything he wants, mm-hmm. and the media doesn't make an issue of anything like he can he can say any racist comment like the if you don't vote for me you ain't black like Mm -hmm. if trump said anything close to that it would be a 24 7 news cycle for like three weeks joe biden they blow it off you know he says yeah i got arrested going to see nelson mandela complete total (laughs) utter bullshit you know and even now they asked him about the hunter biden laptop oh that's russian disinformation and Hunter Biden came out last week and said, "Well, that was my laptop. I want to. I want the Justice Department to go after it. It's crazy." Oh, um, we hopefully, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, well, I know Thursday we got a special guest. We got a special guest coming on Thursday, and I think next Monday. So, for those that are watching us for the first time, we broadcast Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, from twelve to one p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We got Jerry duty on Wednesday. I don't even know how that's gonna go, but um, I'm sure. <coughs> I'm sure they probably won't pick me. <laughs> Just show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's my name? Rain Dupree. Rain Dupree. Rain Dupree. Rain Dupree. Oh, yeah. Out there. Hold on. Let me finish my crayon. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um. Yeah, they, uh, I, I would be crazy not to mention uh, what happened in Turkey. Uh, earthquake, yeah. Yeah. Two earthquakes. Or either it was a major earthquake, but the, uh, the aftershock was as, was as, as big as earthquake. Um, Talking buildings coming down, folks. Dude. Nope. Dude. And look, when I woke up, it was like 700, 800 had died. Within an hour, it was already over a thousand, and by the time I came down here, um, there's like two two thousand three hundred. Yeah. That's terrible. You know, um, 
let's see. Did did Biden say that he was going to give any aid to them already? Because I know Putin. First person out of the gate was Putin, it's and I know why that was. I know why that was because him and Turkey are together. He was like, "Whatever you need, we got you." Joe Biden's probably trying to figure out if he needs to blame climate change or racism for the earthquake. Once they figure that out, they'll figure out their angle. It's those heart machines. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, again, ladies, um, those, those people are looking at you and they're claiming victory today. They're claiming victory. And because they are splitting the base, splitting the MAGA base, even though the MAGA base does not need any help with this, but they're splitting the MAGA base over Trump. And that's that that's their number one plan. And it's not don't don't mix this up. It's not to get DeSantis elected. No. It's to make sure right. Trump doesn't get elected. They don't right. give a damn yeah. about DeSantis. That's why I think he's such a fool. Yeah. He's being played like a two dollar you know what? Whore? Oh, I'm sorry. Do I smell a hole? <laughs> I mean, it's obvious. No, you no. Break, you break up the base and you can't win. Right. Now, we can win. I, I think that, I don't think that, like, I don't think the Koch brothers or Christie or Nikki Haley, I don't think that's a threat. DeSantis might be a threat. But those other groups, I don't think they'll get more than 2% each. Right. Who would vote for Nikki Haley? She can't even win her own state. I don't think Christie could either. I mean, I, I just think that we need to stick together and understand what's coming at us. If we understand what's coming at us and we stick together and we keep our emotions out of this thing, we're going to figure it out. That's a big thing is to keep the emotions out of the thing. But, yeah, look, again, I'm not stupid. I know it's hard. I've been there before. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been in love with a candidate. I understand what that is. But... I'm gonna throw something out that somebody told me a long time ago. If they ain't giving you nookie, then you then then you can't love them. You don't have that much protect now. You might be in lust with the candidate, but you ain't in love with it. Mm, come on now, you you might oh I love love him, I love him. Okay, once you love something, you lose all objectivity. You can't hold anybody accountable. Start rationalizing everything he does. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They, yeah they, you, I mean, you can't do that, y'all. You can't do that with a politician because these politicians know that you love them. So guess what they're going to do? They're going to use it. They're going to use it. That's why most of them can get in front of the camera and say, the stuff that I'm seeing up here in Washington, D.C., y'all should, y'all need to be pissed off. But goddamn right, we're pissed off. That's why we sent you to fix it. And if yep. you can't fix it, get off the pot, put your clothes back on, and then come on back home and we'll put somebody else up there. Right. A whole lot, I mean, a whole lot of people in Washington are buying their time right now. They're, I mean, they get up there and saying all these beautiful speeches and stuff. And, and oh, by the way, there's some good-ass people on the Republican side. And I think that it's time. I was thinking about this last night, and I am going to say it. I think it's time. Well, actually, we've been saying it, but I'm going to say it again today. I'm going to make sure that I, that and, and I know I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings out there because y'all been following these people and stuff. But it's time to get rid of Charlie Kirk. 
It's time to get rid of Steve Bannon. It's I, I, listen to me. It's time to get rid of uh, Prager. It's time to get rid of these top dogs and start putting some of these young people, these new voices up there that can lead the party forward. That, that's what I'm saying. They can use Bannon. They can use their people as mentors. And uh, but but these young people have better ideas. They have uh, they have dreams. They have visions. You need to you need to start going with these younger people, because how long do you keep these people, the older people, and <laughs> you know I ain't talking about you, but how how I mean how long do you keep the older people in charge, telling us what we need to do and what we need to do, and but nothing is done. You need young you need the younger people. Well, why did you throw Charlie Kirk in there? Because Charlie Kirk's been in charge of an organization for buku of years, and they haven't done anything. Charlie Kirk's been in charge of TPUSA since I uh, left the Democratic Party in 2008. I haven't seen anything that he's done in college from state to state. I haven't seen it, except for whole conferences at the end of the year and um, put um, booty girls on stage throwing money at people. That's it. That's all. There was a man. There was a man. There, uh, last night, I came across this video. I, I know I got it. Let me see. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am glad that he is in Congress. I don't know his name. His last name is Hunt. I'm, I'm going to find out more about him, but I want you all to hear, and I'm glad he's in there. But we need more people like this in front. It's not about race. This is actually an issue of public safety. And if I call this, if I call this an invasion, sir, I'm not racist. I can assure you I'm not racist. What I can assure you is that I want to make sure that fentanyl doesn't indiscriminately kill any race, religion, color, or creed. Because fentanyl doesn't care where you're from. Fentanyl doesn't care about race. Fentanyl kills indiscriminately. This gentleman right here works his tail off every single day to stop that from happening. Now, there's been a break in the dam, and that's pretty obvious, because a couple of years ago, of course, we had some problems, but it wasn't amplified to the level that we are seeing every single day. And the reason why we have to be careful with what we call and what we deem racist moving forward in the future is because we, stop, we, stop lose, we start to lose focus on what the actual problem is. This administration, the Democrat Party, unfortunately, uses race as a scapegoat for everything. And as somebody that wants to make sure that we do attack racist issues when they do occur, we can't be the boy who cried wolf and blame racism all the time. I am here to hold this administration accountable to understand that there are issues of race that need to be addressed. And sir, this ain't one of them. I applaud some of your actions in El Paso. It sounds like you're doing some great things. But I'm going to tell you, as being born and raised in Texas, living in Houston, we have a problem, and this problem has precipitated over the course of the past two years. He, it, look, this is a new voice for the Republican Party, and guess what? I got another one for you. And it and to revise and extend my remarks. Without objection, the gentlewoman is recognized for one minute. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. As we all know, deceptive drugs made of fentanyl are killing young people and destroying lives in Southern California and across our nation at an alarming rate. 
In California, fentanyl is responsible for one out of every five youth deaths. The top source of fentanyl is the U.S.-Mexico border, and last year, 60% of fentanyl found in 2022 was at Southern California ports <coughs> of entry in San Diego and Imperial counties near my district. The Orange County Sheriff Department seized more than 400 pounds of suspected fentanyl and nearly 400,000 pills suspected to contain fentanyl during the first 10 months in 2022. I'll keep fighting for solutions to secure our border, prevent these drugs from entering our schools, streets, neighborhoods, and homes. Thank you, and I yield back. All I'm saying is we got some people on our deck that needs to get up there and start um, swinging for the fences, man. We got, we got people that are standing up there waiting for their turn to lead this party forward into 2025, 2026, 2027, 2028. We got the people. But when you look up there, you got Mitch McConnell, you got, um, uh, Paul McCartney. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was more of a Ringo Starr guy, but. Imagine all the people. <laughs> and again, when I throw the, um, Kirk has been up there since 2008. Bannon's been up there. I'm, I mean, Bannon was. We were doing uh, March for March for Jobs in 2009 together. Uh, the, uh, Bannon came in with Andrew Breitbart. Yes, they've been here. I like him where he is, though. He got a show. He's not in the government. Well, uh, and, but uh, I think Bannon's in a good spot, personally. I, I and and again, I believe me. Th this is me talking. This isn't right. them. This is me, because I, I again. Yes, you can use Bannon as Paul Harvey, but you know, right. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying. But as for a vision of what to look for, because Bannon's been wrong lately on a couple things, and he's got—I mean, he's done a great job in glossing over and pivoting to something else to stay relevant. I can say that because I'm not afraid of anybody, and I've seen what he's done. I've seen what he said. He, going medieval i haven't i and i still haven't seen the medieval yet <laughs> you know i you know i i haven't that was seen about the red that. wave that everybody called wrong yeah i mean you know it, i mean he had four hundred thousand people <laughs> you know ready to take over man i mean two thousand two hundred thousand twenty four hundred people i ain't see that either so all i'm saying is we have the people on deck and we can't get into the situation where the grand old party really becomes the grand old party. Right. You know, we, I mean, what well, bench, we obviously bench. need to change something. I was yeah, going to say two thoughts on that one. I think to articulate what Wayne's saying, we need people that are going to actually do stuff like Charlie Kirk's built a great brand. He's built a great party. That's my what's he done? Right. Exactly. What's he I'll actually you, done? I'll give you another example. I'm gonna I'm gonna piss people off on this one too. What's one of our toughest guys out there right now? Jim Jordan hasn't done a damn thing since he's been yep. in Washington. That's Not right. one single thing. That's right. He's tied in with big tech with Google to the eardrums. 
Hasn't done a thing about it. We'll see what happens. He's got a chance now. But as far as, you know, up until now, he, he does a hell of a tweet. You know, it's going to come down to, is he Trey Gowdy? Like, I fell for Trey Gowdy. I'm like, Trey Gowdy, oh, man, he's going to light him up. Trey Gowdy so did, did nothing. I, I he did nothing. He too. just got his media job. So. That's what I was talking about, falling in love with somebody. Yep. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was Trey Gowdy. It was Jason Chavitz. It was uh, Isa. Man, I was like, right. we used to watch it. We, it was like political porn. Yep. We, I mean, it was like. I, That's where I learned my lesson off of those guys. Yeah. Yep. That's not happening to me again. No, me neither. Me neither. I mean, and they said, well, Wayne, why are you so angry? Because I felt used all those years. I felt used by these people. Oh, heads are going to roll. Oh, there's gonna, things are going to happen. The, um, when, when the American people see this, things are from the American people seen it. And ain't nothing happened. And I gotta you, say, the and one you guy up there gaslighting, and you know, I, I learned that word. You up there gaslighting? You up there throwing these things out to the American people, making people? Oh, um, John Brennan? Oh no, John Duggar? Doug, uh, Durham. Durham, Durham got four hundred thousand um, secret subpoenas. <laughs> yeah. How do y'all know about them then if they secret? Right. And, oh, well, they're coming out. They're coming, but believing they're coming out when? Hey, stick with the plan. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, I mean, uh, three, three D man. Every time somebody said that back in the past, I used to get pissed off. I, like, I don't want no three D chess. Right. <laughs> he ain't no Mister no Spock. Yeah. I'm like, this ain't no episode of Star Trek. Chess, chess, chess. You know. No, I, I mean, if there's one thing. If I leave tomorrow, if I leave this earth, if I, um, um, if you leave here tomorrow, will you off this mortal me? coil? If I push off this mortal coil tomorrow, or however they say it, I hope that the Republican Party becomes a real force down the road. To add, I mean becomes a real force in this country of change because over the last 12 years, 13 years, it really hadn't done nothing. I haven't seen anything. They have been long on promises and short on delivery. Now, yep. when, now, when, when, now, when we had somebody in there that could make the change and stuff, then I, then you saw what the party was really about. You saw what it was really about. People and it's still that away. way. It's still People that way. Right. right. People start, wait, oh, he really is going to make the change. I'm going to resign. I'm out. I got to go. But that's your president. Not mine. I got to go. I'm my family. Perfect, perfect example, Paul Ryan. Right. Yeah. Look how young that guy is. He left the third highest position there is. Yeah. And he could have rammed through the entire Trump agenda that first term. And think of where that would have. I mean, we would. We could literally be talking about Paul Ryan for president if he really supported Americans. Instead, he obstructed President Trump, and now he's a nobody. We should have known that something was wrong with him in the first place. Yeah, We should have known because he kept saying he didn't want it. He kept saying he didn't want it. And they kept, no, but we need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. I don't want it. I don't want it. He, he drugged them so far, and they gave him, they gave him everything that he wanted to become speaker. They even put up ten foot, ten foot um, 
a 10 foot fence around his house. You remember that? They put a fence around his house. It's like, I don't want it. I don't want it. He got in there and, and guess what? He messed it all up. He told you, I don't want this. Messed it all up. Young Guns. They got rid of Cantor that left Paul Ryan and uh, Kevin McCarthy. And Kevin McCarthy was the uh, the female of the bunch. He's weak. He's weak. I mean, what else? What else did he do? Set up Liz Cheney. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, and then in her first term, she's Democrat and, leadership and Republican leadership in her first term. Had no and, no juice. Well, the one that's in there right now, I don't like either. Uh, what's her name? Oh, uh, Stefanik. Yeah, I don't like her. Oh, jeez. I don't like her. You know, when we were talking about good new upcoming talent, that Byron Donaldson, that guy I really like. Hold on. Byron Donalds, I I hadn't followed him much before the whole House Speaker thing, and I'm like, this guy is a pretty sharp dude. Hold on. I'm glad I'm glad you got that. Hold on. Listen oh, there we go. Uh, segway. We call that a segue. Witnesses, thank you for being here. It's actually great to have all the witnesses here in person this is a novel thing in 118th congress so really appreciate <clears throat> your your attendance um a couple of things it's been stated through the hearing uh that you know we want to make sure that oversight is being conducted of course um but i would like to remind a lot of my colleagues and a lot of the freshmen who are here for the first time there was no oversight over any of these dollars in the last congress i know that because i sat on this committee and there were no oversight hearings about anything associated with pandemic spending. So I'm glad that we're tackling this now and it's critical because the other thing that's kind of in the news cycle, uh, especially today, tomorrow, be with us for a couple months is uh, we have hit our debt ceiling. We are out of money, folks. $31.5 trillion. We don't have new money. And so if you're going to take account of having to potentially raise the, the debt ceiling in the United States of America, you have to take account of how the federal government goes through the process of spending its money, whether through normal times or even through pandemic times. Um, Mr. Chairman, I want to submit for the record an article by Politico. It, the title yeah. of the article is Biden administration reroutes billions in emergency stockpile COVID funds to the border crunch. <laughs> That's the article. The article states that um, the administration went through a process of reappropriating, re or moving around almost $2 billion um, from, the from money supposed to go to the strategic national stockpile and also funds intended to help study long COVID that was at the National Institute of Health and rerouted that to actually help house migrants coming across the southern Damn. border because <laughs> of the president's reckless border policy. So Mr. Dodaro, are you aware of this reshuffling of dollars from the pandemic emergency to the southern border, um, in my view, failed strategy of the president? Yes. And Mr. Dodaro, when the president made this rerouting, what were some of the uses of funds that it was used for at the southern border? I, I don't have that information right now. We did, I'm, I'm aware of the situation, what happened, um, but I don't know, you know the details. Okay. Well, He's one lying. of the things that you know, I will request from you and your office is could you provide the committee sure. those details? Because it's going to be important for the Oversight Committee to understand that when money was shuffled from pandemic response yep. to border policy, which, oh. by the way, was just a, uni a unilateral policy shift at the beginning of the Biden administration, that could have put American citizens at risk 
during the pandemic. And the reason why this is illustrative is because if we go down the line of setting precedents on how funding is going to be used, we should have an idea of what administrations have done in the past. So I think this is actually very critical information. One other point. Listen, that's look, and JR, that's why that's why when I knew that you I mean, I wanted to bring it up about him, but yeah, I mean, again, we have a great young deck. We have a great young deck in the house right now. And we need it in many of these organizations. Some of these organizations need to get rid of the people that are in charge. I even said um, as a suggestion, move Charlie Kirk out of there, put Scott Pressler in there if you want to. Right. Let's see what Scott does with a machine behind him. You know, let's I mean, let's 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 move things around. Let's shake things up a bit. I think one of the best ways for us to win. And I've always thought this because I believe that we have too many people on our side that have big mouths. So they like to tell everything that they're going to do or they like to project what we're going to do and to give the Democrats time to stop it. And Donald Trump was against that from the beginning. Donald Trump in 2016 is like, why is it we always tell the other side and Robert always telling the enemy what we're going to do? Why don't we just do it? Right. You know, we, we get out there and we say what we're going to do. We get him time to, to um, uh, um, defense up and, 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 and protect ourselves. I think that we need to do that for our strategy going forward. Don't, don't say what we're going to do. Surprise them. Surprise Democrats. Surprise our enemies um, across the seas. We don't, I mean, we don't owe it to anybody. We don't owe anybody to tell them what our strategy is. When they start saying, Over there, I don't know. He tell me. In about two weeks, I didn't know they were building that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. I didn't. I didn't know that they were. Man, what's that? They got a whole brand new. What are we gonna do now? I don't know. I don't know. We got to come with a strategy against that. Now, by that time, we already got to jump on them. We already got to jump on them. Or at least that's what I would do. You don't want me in charge of RNC. What's funny, too, is when people try to complain about, oh, past Republicans, rah, rah, rah. I guess my stance is, is that from Reagan till Trump, it was a desolate wasteland of Republicans. It was neocons. It was controlled opposition. It was they said one thing and they did the opposite. Like, like it's all true. Like, they were terrible. It's all a big fraud. They did what they were supposed to do. Right. They knew, okay, well, Reagan's gone. Bush is gone. We're in charge. So big time money. You said when you went to CPAC, you you saw who the, I bet you that person wasn't there when Reagan was there. And CPAC started during Reagan time. I bet you Cyril Khan and whatnot. I bet you he wasn't there when Reagan was there. But <laughs> I use CPAC as this because we're not going 
we'll probably go to the GOP convention, but we'll probably um, we're not going to um, CPAC. But the way that I looked at CPAC over the years, I remember what it was when it started. To me, I was like, okay, this is something. This, I mean, just conservative people coming up and everything, and it's changed over the years. Who who they let in? Who has? I mean, you got men walking around as ladies in there now. Men dressed up as ladies. Seriously, walking around the Damn, I, I'm not playing. Miss Maga, it's a big uh, transgender Trump supporter. Walking I in, know, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, yes, Hutch. Sounds like the right place, though. It's a circus. The gay it's lord. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. Even that the name place, is blasphemous. That place will wear your wallet out, too, boy. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's the gay lord. I mean, it's the gay lord. <laughs> Same carpet the whole time. I was like, I was like, is this real? Is this really the name of the hotel? Gay lord? Really? Dang. That ain't that. that I don't even set off right, but you know that's that's the way that's the way they do it. You know, I mean, if that's if that's the way they want to, all I'm saying is, ladies and gentlemen, we we have an option. We have a way out. I've given solutions. I've given suggestions. Okay, I've given suggestions. We can really we can turn this bugger around. We just going back to what Hot said. Uh, Got. You got to get rid of the generals, like oh. one, one to one to fifteen deep. Get rid of them. Start, start. I'm not saying start over again, but there is a whole lot of new voices that have different ways of doing things, and they're getting stifled. And what happens when you stifle somebody long enough? They walk away. They leave. Well, I can't. I can't get past, I can't get past this. I'm out, man. I'm out. Now, I think the next RNC chairman in two years will be Mike Lindell. And I'll tell you why. And I know Harmeet's feelings are hurt. And she's letting people know her feelings are hurt. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> and I know uh, Rona said that, I mean, Rona is like, whoo, I made it. But Rona is like, I need to talk to these people. I need to bring them in so we can work. But Harmeet right now, her, her feelings are, she don't want to talk to nobody. <laughs> but, but what did Rona do to Mike? Rona brought Mike in as part of something to work with the RNC. In two years, he's going to be in charge of RNC. I'll tell you that right now. Or at least I, that's that's what I think. I think we have to get to the point where who cares about the RNC, right? And that means, and that means that, and it, this is the thing: if we want to really break from this big establishment, yep, that means you got to go in your pockets, folks. Yep, it's the only way to the the only way that you're going to have any success in a national political movement is you have to do something to replace the big, big CEO donors because mm-hmm. they're there. They're going to put their money somewhere. Yep. So if you want to go up against what their plans are, which I think we all do, 
because it's all World Economic Forum stuff and ESG and DEI and all that. If you want to go against that, we have to fund it ourselves. And we could do that. And we could pick up some donors of our own along the way. But it doesn't just happen because of how you feel. You got to do something about it. Well, and it's here's It's ugly, what, but it's true. And here's what should be eye-opening with the RNC. So if you were for Harmeet or Mike Dillon or, or um, Mike Lindell, either one, Rona had zero support by the people. And the establishment didn't give two shits what the people thought. <laughs> and that's why she won on the first ballot. So if you don't need like the eye opener, like like this establishment, the uniparty, like you just saw it in action. Clearly, Harmeet or my or Lindell, either one of them should have won walking away. And it turned out Rona won walking away because the establishment just gave us a big thumbs up and said, We don't care what you think. Just to quantify that, Rasmussen did a poll right before the election. And Ronna McDaniel got 16% of the vote. Right. Mike Lindell won. And Harmeet was right behind him. And, I mean, Rasmussen. Well, and there was every poll. Like, I hate polls because they're always wrong. But every single poll showed, I, I think the highest one was about 10 or 15%. And, I mean, you just can't. There, there's no way that it didn't even make to a second ballot. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, again, that's not the base. That's the that's the donor class. Right. That's what I mean. It's crazy. Oh, Wayne looks distracted. Yeah. I just 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 a whole lot of just a whole lot of news. Um. Just a whole lot of news coming in. Um. They're talking about the the balloon that they found. Well, that they're searching for out in the um, ocean. In the Atlantic Ocean, um, honestly, I don't know what finding it is really going to do, because I'm sure that the information was already sent back to China already. And they said that whatever shot it down, they destroyed everything anyway. Yeah, yeah. If you look where the missile hit, it didn't hit the balloon. <laughs> it hit the, it hit all the stuff on the underside, which theoretically could be something. You know, a friend of mine, we were talking balloon this weekend, and he said. Uh, he said, let me give you a tip, Jason, because the, the Trump balloon story was breaking. He said, uh, anytime you're arguing with a lefty and you bring up something about Biden or the administration and you're the lefty's response is, oh, but Trump, just thank them for agreeing with you. Just say, I'm glad you agree that Joe Biden handled this poorly. Or if you're bringing up anything, because what he learned was is that any time when there's no defense for the actions of the current administration, all they do is change the subject to Trump. So anytime mm -hmm. you hear these lefties that say the word Trump, it's we have nothing to say. We have nothing to defend ourselves with. We're just going to throw up Trump. And, and he said it was great because I had these liberals I'd hang out with. And I'd say, can you believe the Hunter Biden laptop? And they said, well, let me tell you about Trump. And he's like, thank you for agreeing with me that the Hunter <laughs> Biden laptop was terrible. I agree. Like, we don't need to argue. So <laughs> it was uh, it was kind of a fun aside when we were chatting. And I'm like, because we joked, we said, how soon are they going to spin the Biden balloon back on President Trump? And then it was like, as soon as the story hit with the anonymous source from an agency, like he texts me, he's like, dude, this is so funny. Like you, you can just call it.
So, yeah. Yeah, so just so you know, any of the liberals, we got the people in the chat, every time you say Trump, I'm just taking that as you're admitting Joe Biden's terrible and corrupt. Keep saying Trump. Every time you yeah, say yeah. it, my yeah, cup. Traitor, traitor Trump. Traitor <laughs> Trump just fills my cup even more. My Wayne Dupree coffee cup that you can get at WayneDupree.com slash shop. It's uh, it just fills my cup. I love it. And once I learned that, I'm like, it just it was a game changer for me, because like we have nothing to defend ourselves with. All we can say is Trump, 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 Trump. How dare he not take us into war? Right. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. I mean, I love I, I love when people throw that 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 Trump thing up there and Trump thing up there, just like you said. Because um, you were like, but wait a minute, when were you talking about this over here? We were talking about this, right. over here, but you want to change this? Oh, you don't have a defense. You're agreeing with me. You racist. We've agreed on this, and you've moved on to another conversation. That's it. Uh, yeah. Okay. I love it. Let me leave now because this conversation is over. We already agreed. Joe Biden's yeah. most corrupt president in the history. Like he's owned by China. He's like, a domestic terrorist. Oh right? no! Well, you're stupid anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You agree? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Talk to me about the insurrection that they didn't bring guns to. Come on, right. bring yeah. it up, bring it up, please. Yes. You, yeah. But the military yeah. guys. Why would we want to? Why would we want to fill up that? Why do we want to fill up that petroleum reserve? Leave that thing empty. Right. Yes. Right. We're here. We're here. Right. We agree. God, I love you. Stupid idiot. And white supremacy. Right. Yes. Oh, man. Ladies oh, my God. I love it. But yeah, so that's my that's my user tip for the week. Like whenever you're arguing with a liberal, when they say, like you can name the five words like Trump, white supremacy, uh, insurrectionist, terrorist, terrorist, domestic yeah. terrorist. Oh yeah, yeah, domestic terror. Yeah, you can go down the list. So every time they say that, they're agreeing with you. Just thank them. Just literally turn around and say thank you for agreeing with me. We can move on to the next subject. Um, also, uh, note before, before we go, um, I just, I just took a picture of this, um, a man and a woman, there, there was a report that under the, um, under the Biden administration, there've been a whole lot more, uh, attacks domestically that people haven't heard about or people haven't been putting together. Um, so, uh, as of this morning, I just I just had it. Oh, here it is. FBI arrest man and woman with extremist views and alleged power grid attack plot targeting five substations. Sarah Beth Clendaniel of Maryland and um, Brandon Clint Russell of Florida charged out of Baltimore in alleged energy grid attack plot. I guess uh, I guess their heat wasn't on. Mm. Well, did uh, you see too? There was a big food distribution plant that went up today. Another one? Imagine. Yeah, that. one in Chicago. You know the thing about that, we might feel it a little bit with some certain uh, 
products not being on the shelf, but this stuff's going to kill people overseas. I mean, we provide food to a lot of places, and it's not just here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not yeah. to mention the liquid natural natural gas that has to go to keep Europe warm this winter. Right. That's taken a lot of a lot of LNG away from the New England states. Nope. Yeah, and actually the food stuff, I mean, for those who haven't followed it, if we had a real media, they would cover this story. But if you look between, everybody sees the egg prices and there's something weird and they're saying it's chicken feed. Uh, but we've had a total of, I think it's 35 major food processing or distribution facilities that have been destroyed by fire or randomness this year. And I think the next previous year, the next highest was like six or seven. So there's something going on. I mean, we don't know what it is, but. It's related to the World Economic Forum and Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab. Right. This is all to force us to eat bugs, believe it or not. And <laughs> and that's not, the, that's not the goal. The goal isn't specifically for us to eat bugs. It's to kill our farms. Right. It's to get rid of our farms globally, not just here. Look at what's happening in the Netherlands. You know, they're they're literally taking food taking farms in the Netherlands, which is the second biggest agriculture country in the world. It's next to us. Yeah, and I think people might not know that, but the Netherlands are just like eminent domaining farms. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're just, just capturing it. It's crazy. Um our our favorite butt plug, uh Bill Mitchell. Oh jeez. Uh, <laughs> That put out pretty, a tweet. That was a pretty hellish article. <laughs> Wayne was savage. It wasn't me. It was my writer. But I, t I told her, I was like, it's on, baby. It's on. Go for it. Go for it. I was like, dude, it's like, um, I, I said, don't be afraid now. That's what I told her. I was like, uh, because I already know where she is in her political views too. I was like, it's time. Don't hold back. You let people know exactly where we are and stuff with this. And she said, Oh, I can I can go after Bill Mitchell. I said, It's fat meat greasy. I said, You I, I I was like, you look at it, you look at his tweets, use his tweets against him if if you need to, if the, or if that's what you think then you should do. So but it, um, he tweeted out, it's interesting that when I post a question, what do you like the most about DeSantis and what would you change if you could? No one can think of anything they've changed. Well, it looks like he deleted the tweet because a lot of the comments were filled with Ron DeSantis locking down Florida. He deleted the tweet. Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we are, we will be back tomorrow. Yeah, we will be back tomorrow uh, at 12, and we hope to see you here. We hope that y'all all have a great weekend. They're going to be talking about the earthquake and the balloon. The, the, honestly, the balloon to me is old news now because China already got what they needed to. So the gang of eight wanted to hear something from, from Biden and stuff. They don't... Uh, you know, they ain't going to talk about it tomorrow night. Tomorrow night is State of the Union. Uh, it'll be the uh, first time McCarthy is sitting up there as House Speaker. It'd be nice if he would have chaired a speech like Nancy did, but he probably won't. 
so, but I'm sure that uh, Biden will have a whole lot of digs against uh, digs against the Republicans. Let me stay here. I state here for a fact: the State of the Union, the State of the Union, is not good. And I'm not saying that because I'm trying to. No, no, it's the truth. I'm not gonna lie to you. The State of the Union is not good. Look at the southern border. Look at crime. Look at what. Look at the money the that debt. they're spending. The debt, yeah. Right, exactly. Look at all that. The State of the Union is not good. So if he gets up there and says, oh, the State of the Union is strong. It's not. It's Look not. Look the children. Look at how the children are acting. Right? Yeah. 517,000 jobs. Are you serious? In January? In January? Right after they came out and revised the job report from last year where they said we overstated it by a million. And then people still freaking fall for it. It's the craziest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, did, oh, he's jobs president. Dude, come on, man. We got to go. We got to go. Jason, give me some last thoughts. I, I mean, for real. I mean, I feel like throwing up, man. All right. Well, all right. Well, I'm going to hit people with three things first. Like we always say, thank you so much for tuning in. Like, comment, share. That's how we beat social media algorithms. Uh, every time you like, engage, share a post, uh, rumble it. Uh, it helps us get reach. We take time out of our day to hopefully share opinions, good, bad, or ugly, with you guys. Let you know what's going on. So if you if you tuned in this far, we'd really appreciate if you uh, like, comment, share. Second thing is any time a distraction like balloons happen, you have to find out what they were covering up or what they snuck out when it was happening. So that's kind of what I'm working on today is like, what did we miss? Uh, one thing we missed, people don't know, we released a terrorist from Gitmo this weekend. They snuck that out when everybody was looking up at the balloon. So that's one of the things that I'm going to be, be digging into this afternoon is, okay, what really happened this weekend that they were distracting us from the balloon? Uh, the third thing, I'm going to give a TV recommendation that Wayne Dupree gave me. Uh, so y'all get buried in, po we get way too buried in politics and tied up with stuff. I had shared my love of swamp people. But last night, yesterday, the wife and I were binge watching Port Protection, Alaska. I tell you what, that show, those people are the greatest ever. So if you're like, if you're like, you know what? I just need to unplug and just watch something utterly captivating yep. that is yep. apolitical. Like, yep. it's dudes out there, like, hunting mink to put oil on their yep. boots. Yep. Port Protection Alaska, thank me later. <laughs> and, and you know what, too? I was, I was like, okay, I haven't heard from either one of them really too much this weekend. So I wonder what they're doing. Oh. You know? So now I know you were binge watching on Port Protection. But, but, and every yeah, I mean, episode, it's like... How do they yeah. turn this tree into a cabin? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. they're going halibut fishing? Like, what the heck? It's I know. It, it's phenomenal. To, to watch them, I don't know whether you saw um, the one, because one of the freezers broke down. So he decided he was going to do something with the salmon. They put them in these jars, but they heated it with the top on it for some reason. But That's all you can. Yeah. That's how you can, it, yeah. So it's you can eat it for the whole year by just putting it up on the shelf. Right. I was I like, that <gasps> my shelf. Yeah. 
they were putting salmon in there or Hollywood in there. I was like, wow. Isn't it the crazy? It's like that. I thank you for that recommendation. And like I say, it's utterly captivating where there's no politics. No, there's no anything. There's no, it's just like these people surviving in the woods. Nature shows, nature shows. I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you should learn how to do that yourself. Right. It's the stuff. It's the things I do. I don't get, I don't go out and fish for salmon. But I can vegetables and, and soup and all kind of different things. And it's just sitting on my shelf. It doesn't need refrigeration. Right. So yeah. so, so what? You just put it in a jar and put water in there and just heat it well, up? Well, you take, you take the jars and you sanitize them first. You boil them in water. Right. And then the lids, there's two parts to the lid. There's the lid and then there's a ring that goes around it that you tighten I remember seeing that. Yeah. You put, the, you put the, you sanitize the lids too. And you put the whatever product you're making, tomatoes or beans or whatever you're going to can, peaches, you put it in a jar and then you put the lid on and you screw the band on it and you put it in a water bath and you boil it for a half hour. It's different for whatever's in the, in the jar, but you boil it for like a half hour and then you bring the, you got, got a big set of tongs and you bring the jars out and set them on the counter right. and then within an hour you'll hear them popping. Once they pop, they're sealed. Right. Then you let them cool down, and you can take the ring off or leave it on either way, and they're good to go. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, and that could be really good in the cookbook. What's the shelf like, shop? What's the shelf like? I don't know. I've had stuff for years. Years, yeah. I had tomatoes the other day from 2016, I think. No, 2018. It depends what it is. Anything with a high acidic content lasts longer. Tomatoes are real high in acid. They last pretty long. Mm-hmm. You start getting into meats and stuff like that, then you got to pressure cook them. Well, well, they were um, smoking salmon and putting them. Putting okay, the salmon. that's already cooked, so that's different. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll keep years. Yeah, that's why they did smoking. That's where it came from before wow. refrigeration. Well, and that show's fascinating too, because like last night the guy was talking about how he mixes his soil for his garden. He had to go get lime and put it in, and mm-hmm. it's, it's just all these right. skills that as a society we have completely lost, forgotten. Right, exactly, and that's like, what that's what got me stuck to it. We lost in the cities. Yes, right. Yes, and, and not every go go find your grandmother if, if she's still around. I mean, mm-hmm. this is something everybody used to do. We got yeah. kids that can't sew a button. And yeah. I'm watching these people that can, like, oh, you know, yeah. go out, figure out how to catch some critter and skin it and use mm-hmm. the fat for something. Yep. And, yep. Yeah, yeah, it's yep. crazy. And, you know, and when they catch something, they're, I mean, notice, they pray over what they just killed. Right. They pray, I mean, it's not like they killed it for sport. They understand why they did it. And they leave some of it for the other animals while they right. take whatever they need for themselves. And I'm like, wow, this is this is this is this is something that now uh and going back to what Hutch said about the, the top and stuff, I used to see that when I was growing up in the sixties. I used to see that from the old people's houses that I used to go over. Hell, they used to uh, use wax. Yep. Really? They used to melt wax and pour it on the top for like the jellies my mom did. You didn't even need a lid. Oh wow! Damn. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm <laughs> believe me. These shows, I'll sit there and I'll watch. I, I, I don't need to watch, like you said, politics or anything. I just sit there and watch those shows. 
There's no men kissing men or, <laughs> or stuff like that. It's just real people. And oh yeah, and I and I give these people one. I mean, I I admire these people. I wish I could be like that, cause I. But I know that I can't stand a hundred yards away from a bear. <laughs> right. and, my, and my gun jam, and I see this thing coming toward me. If there's one thing that I learned about that, it's like if something's coming towards you and they look like they ain't moving, they're coming fast. Right. <laughs> they're coming fast. I mean, and don't run it, away because they're yeah, gonna run exactly. you down. It's like that thing ain't moving. By the time by the time you look down and look up, it's gonna be right up on you. So, but I mean, you know, I, I'm watching. I'm watching how they uh, break uh, uh, if they don't have the the vehicle to get it, then they um, then they gut it and they put it on their backs and stuff. And they, uh, I'm 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 amazed. I am so amazed in watching these people. If you can. Watch the Alaska people, watch the Louisiana people, and what they do with the hunting and stuff. It's so many nature stuff out there that you don't have to get sucked in. But then again, Hutch, I was thinking about starting um, House of Cards again for some reason. I don't know why. I was I thinking know, about I, I started again. that too. I, I was oh, watching. Yeah. Do, I was watching documentaries though. I had to watch one about El Chapo and and all that. So when the lady was talking about the fentanyl coming up through San Diego. I'm going, wow, that's the Felix brothers over there. That's, that's those guys. Are bringing <laughs> Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny um, when you hear stuff like that? Because um, they were talking about Sinaloa, Sinaloa cartel on yeah. the news. I was like, oh, that's, that's Pablo right there. <laughs> that's uh, Felix Guardo and stuff and shit. Uh, you know, yep. yeah, that you don't mess with them. But when he went to jail, too. he tried to split them up into three three areas. I, yeah, I got to yeah. say, too, shout out to the chat today, because, like, I always take a couple notes from Hutch or Wayne, like, oh, I got to look that up. I got to look that up. But so, so far today, I've learned I got to fi- follow Byron Donald's wife on Twitter. Evidently, that's a great Twitter follow. Somebody mm-hmm. was calling that out, so I'll have to do that. And then uh, Doug and Stacy off the grid. Like, pretty universal. Everybody's like, you got to check them out. So that's going on my Doug list. and Stacy off the grid? Doug and Stacy off the grid. Okay, I'll check that out, too. Okay. I can't deal with the composting toilets, though. Oh, have you watched it? No, but I know what off the grid is. Oh, that's composting disgusting. toilets. Ugh. Oh, no. I got to say, my wife and I talk about that. Like, oh, I just no. want a toilet that flushes. Like, no matter no matter where I'm at in life, no matter what I'm doing, well, like, please, God, give me a toilet that flushes. That's... That's um that's in one of those episodes for um the one you got especially when I had never seen a to uh, I never seen a, a, a toilet frozen like that I never seen it <laughs> I never seen I was like he was like uh, he looked down and I was like please don't please don't be frozen please don't be frozen he, he looked down and was like well I had to really find something because there's nothing like having to go and you can't go and then really? the camera looked down and was like oh damn it's frozen. No. No, 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 no. But he fixed it, though. He fixed it. I don't want to fix it. <laughs> right. I just want it to flush. I don't ask for much. I don't want extra extra steps, man. I mean, we got right. it. Water water works. Yeah. Now, I, I throw this. I throw this to. Um, I throw this to Jr. Before I throw it to you, Hutch. Um, just 
Be, uh, what season are you on on that one? Uh, I think I'm at like two, two or three. Yeah, just uh, yeah, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna see something that you you know just. Uh, I yeah, grew up working just, on a farm, so I'll be pretty surprised if I don't if I see something that shocks me too much. Uh oh, it'll shock you. It'll shock All you right. and your wife. Yeah, you're gonna be like, oh. But um, either way, just it's a great show, and I'm glad that new people, younger people, like I go back to what I was talking about with the orange, um, with the Republican side. In the later versions of that, you're gonna see a whole lot more younger people going up to. Oh, that's the great. People, which is, the young people need to learn how to to do these things, you know. Life skills, yeah. So that everything continues on. So yeah, yeah. Hutch, what you working on, man? Oh, just uh, watching a bunch of different things. Uh, I'm, I'm really interested in this story uh, with the National Command Authority and, and General Mattis not telling Trump. If that really happened, we need to know about that. And there needs to be an immediate purge in the military. I mean, that, this is something that if Joe Biden commanded his generals to shut that, to shoot down that balloon on Wednesday, and they waited until Saturday, somebody's head's got to roll. It's not up to them. Yeah. But it- but you know what, too? We, we, they knew about it on the 27th, 28th of January. Today's February 6th. Uh, if you knew about right. it, 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 it shouldn't have been a transcontinental balloon. No. It, shouldn't, it, it shouldn't have been. And why didn't you know? we bring it down? Why did we have to kill it? Right. Why didn't, we, why didn't we bring it down like the Iranians did with our drone? Right. Right. I don't understand <laughs> that. Give us back our drone. Nope. <laughs> They're like, nope. And, and there's always there's always the possibility, and this is in China and Ukraine, mm-hmm. that we're working with them. You know, this might be a big freaking game. I, the more you look at what's going on, I mean, I watched another thing last night. I'll tell you, I, I'm glad you reminded me of this. I started watching for the second time Three Mile Island. Mm-hmm. And you tell me that it's a coincidence that the China syndrome came out 12 days before Three Mile Island went up. The movie. He's talking that, about the movie. Yeah. And, yeah. and the movie the was Jane, about the, the Jane Fonda, the Jane Fonda movie. Yep. yep. The communist yep. Jane Fonda movie. Yep. And that imagine that we haven't built a nuclear reactor since then. Since. since. Yep. Yep. Some of this right. stuff's so funny too, because people just like miss the story, like Hutch was saying. So the balloon, it comes out that Biden said shoot it down and Miley said no. And then the Trump story comes out, and the headline should be they didn't even tell Trump about it. They yeah. came out and admitted today they didn't tell Trump about it. And, uh, like, how's that not headline news? Like, who's running the military? I'll tell you, you know, if you, you, you Democrats are out there, and I know we got some in the in the chat room here. Mm-hmm. Start going back. Go up to about 30,000 feet. Forget these games that they've got in your head about Trump's a traitor and all this. Forget that. Abandon that for a little bit. And mm-hmm. go up at 30,000 feet and pretend there's no political parties. Where do you want our country to go? Do we want some crazy general in charge of everything? That's not America, folks. That's not America. That's not. That's That's Chile. I mean, and they've done it for two presidents. Think about that. I mean, Hutch talks about it all the time, about the coups. They've done it for two presidents. (laughs) I mean, for three balloons? They're talking about three balloons that happened at... They, they they didn't tell him. They didn't even tell him when he left. And if this wouldn't have happened, they wouldn't have told. We wouldn't have known about it. But then somebody was like, 
somebody trying to make some points. Well, you know, they happen under Trump. Really? They happen under him? Why you nobody tell him? That's yeah, not cool right, either. Exactly. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Right. Oh, well, well, I mean, well, yeah, we didn't tell him, but I mean, we're, well, I mean, really wasn't all that. But you, you, you should have told him. You held something back from the president of the United States that another country has slipped in a balloon in inside the United States of America, and y'all didn't tell him. Right. And nobody got court-martialed. Nobody lost their job. Really? And it's not just didn't tell President Trump. They didn't tell any civilian. None. Right. I mean, None. John Ratcliffe stood up there and said, no, there was no balloon. Richard we, Grinnell, Donald Ratcliffe. Yeah. Like yeah. every senior, every person that should have been told wasn't told. And no, no, Carl, they did not brief Congress of previous balloons. That's what we're telling you right now. They came out and said nobody said anything about it. The only, the only person that said it is Mattis. You're hearing reports, right? Let's let's wait and see how that develops. I want to see if they run with that or not. It's going to be exciting. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got to go, but I want y'all to have a great evening. We'll see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.